welcome back to Activity Quest, the podcast that's packed with stuff to do. In this week's episode, Adam is off to Westminster Abbey. It's a place where kings and queens have been coronated and individuals from all walks of life are remembered. And we're making a special craft inspired by the building. My name's Bex, and every episode of Activity Quest starts with a fun kids presenter doing something awesome. Now, Adam's a very lucky person. He's been allowed into Westminster Abbey just before it opens for a bit of a wonder. I'm Aaron. I'm Community Engagement Manager here at Westminster Abbey. The Abbey is a 1,000-year-old Christian church, um, and it's right in the heart of London, opposite the Houses of Parliament, and we're a working church, so we've got five services a day, but everyone is welcome here. It's not just for Christians. I'm not a Christian. I've worked here for eight years, and it's a place that I find really joyful. It brings a lot of curiosity to people, and it's a place where we can tell stories. It's a place where faith can come alive, but it's also a place where history has happened. So coronations have happened here for a thousand years, but also loads of other huge events have happened in this space where we're standing. And we're able to draw from the 3,000 people who are buried and remembered here to tell their stories. And we had a, a wonderful family event where we wrote a poem about the Abbey together and a child said this is a place to remember and I think that really sums up what we are. Uh, So my name's Sophie and I'm a learning officer here at Westminster Abbey. And Sophie we're stood in front of something that I think a lot of people might recall they might remember from earlier this year uh, quite a famous piece of furniture. Can you tell me what we're looking at here? Uh, We are indeed. We're looking at something called the coronation chair. So it's a really important, interesting piece of furniture, as you mentioned. Uh, The name might imply it's used at coronations. Um, So it's um, a chair that is actually over 700 years old. It's been used at coronations since 1308, and that was the coronation of King Edward II. And it has probably been used at most coronations since then. So um, including, as you said, the most recent coronation of our King Charles III. It looks a lot more stable than the chair that I kind of sit in every day, which I think comes from Ikea. Um, This one has something quite interesting about it as well. We can kind of see it here through uh, sort of like a a glass screen. Um, Somebody's sort of graffitied all over it. Uh Yeah, so it is an old chair and actually um, it's it's a wooden chair just to say and it probably does look quite plain if you're imagining a chair that a monarch might sit on and you're absolutely correct because it's so old it has been damaged over the years and you've spotted um, correctly on the back that there are lots of marks there are like lots of letters and things essentially uh, obviously as you mentioned now we can't sit on the chair but in the past visitors could so imagine that you could actually come and sit on the coronation chair which would be amazing and then of course some people probably got a bit overexcited and thought they wanted to leave a legacy on it and they've carved their initials onto it so we know that local school school boys and other visitors actually took the opportunity to put their mark on the coronation chair. So that does mean that when the king sat on the chair recently, he was sitting on a chair that was covered in Victorian graffiti. God save the king! We've we've hopped over a barrier that I feel like we shouldn't have hopped over. My shoes are off. Why are my shoes off? Your shoes are off because we are on uh, the Cosmati pavement and this pavement, so just for everyone, this is a mosaic. It's a very intricate 
delicate, fragile mosaic. It's over 700 years old and it sits at the heart of Westminster Abbey. So it's absolutely beautiful. It is still used for services, but um, not for the day-to-day visitor. So actually, it's very exciting that we get to come up here and to make sure that it's protected. We do need to take our shoes off. I feel very naughty. I feel like I shouldn't be here. Is this the spot where that coronation chair would have sat in fact the actual spots there's a um, round sort of pink spot that we're currently standing on right in the center of the pavement this is the exact spot that the coronation chair would have sat on the area that we're in we're on this beautiful mosaic as i said this stone mosaic pavement called the cosmati pavement and there's just a black and white floor in front of us too this whole area is known as the coronation theater so you can tell what happens here coronations and as i said we're on the exact spot where the chair sits this place is absolutely stunning as we were coming up through the choir i sort of said i don't know where to look um there's sort of chandeliers hanging from the ceiling lots of intricate gold uh ornate stuff all around i've walked the route of the king i'm stood where the king would have sat does this make me king adam oh (laughs) (laughs) the laughter went on for a little while um (laughs) i'm gonna take this as a no unfortunately no that's not quite how it works but it's very exciting that you are walking in his shoes essentially very fortunate you've sort of let me sneak in before the doors have fully opened to the public what's your favorite bit of the entire abbey though oh adam how dare you this is such a difficult question (laughs) why don't we give aaron a few minutes to think about this whilst we go and look at something else now the abbey isn't just famous for coronations it's also a place of uh, history and of remembrance there are 3,300 people that are remembered here where are we standing right now so we're in a part of the abbey that's called Poets Corner so you might sort of from that name um, realize that this is where people who are buried and remembered who are they were poets they were writers but also they might have been actors composers musicians so all the kind of people that are well known um, and maybe famous for the creative arts and something they've done creatively which is really um, exciting and so talk to me about some of the people that we've got here there's somebody that I recognize William Shakespeare but also some people that our audience might recognize too absolutely so there are loads of people buried and remembered here so you just pointed out Shakespeare for example there are other authors such as Jane Austen the Bronte sisters um, Charles Dickens so you might know him from um, Oliver Twist Great Expectations uh, Christmas Carol or as I say the Muppets Christmas Carol my favorite movie Uh, we also have people like um, George Frederick Handel so he was a composer and he wrote a piece of music called Zadok the Priest which is actually played at Coronations Rudyard Kipling who wrote The Jungle Book um, Jenny Lind who people might know from The Greatest Showman she was the, the singer in that um, and war poets so there's just so many people from as I said different creative arts that are remembered here that people might know and recognise but actually what's really nice is that people are still being remembered here so if there's someone that um people particularly think that they should be remembered here in the future your favorite author or artist for example you can actually write a letter to the dean and he's the priest in charge of the abbey so you could if you had a really strong feeling about that you could write him a letter and who knows maybe the people that we see as famous and important today 
might be well remembered here in the future as well. Because there's so much at the Abbey, I don't have one favourite thing, but I have lots of favourite things that, that all come together. And for me, what I love is uncovering stories here that might not immediately jump out to you. That story of the coronation is really prominent. The story of the faith of the Abbey is really prominent. But there's also these hidden stories that we can pull out of the first uh, woman to be a paid scientist in this country, a woman who wrote the first science fiction novel in this country, um, a black trumpeter who played for Henry VIII here, all of these stories that we can really sort of dig into and that sort of bring the Abbey alive and are these real people who've been in the Abbey who we can encounter in this space and it's just sort of a really calm, beautiful place to spend time together and create new memories together while exploring our history in lots of different ways. And if people want to visit Westminster Abbey... How do they go about doing that? Well, the best way to visit the Abbey is to book online in advance. And actually, the very best way is probably to come to one of our family days. We have activities all through uh, holidays, but also every third Saturday of the month, we'll have special events on for families. Of course, we've got multimedia guides and things like that um, that people can use to explore the building on any day they want to come. But when we've got activities, there's a special place to sort of rest and engage in a creative way with one of the stories or one of the elements of the Abbey. Um, And the very marvellous thing at the moment is that you can book one ticket and use that to visit three times. And we'd love to see people again and again visiting the Abbey. And if you can't get here, we've got fantastic resources on our website. Under learning, families, there's loads to engage with there. Oh my goodness, how cool was that? Thank you, Adam. And and don't worry, I won't call him King Adam either. To find out more, just search Westminster Abbey. Now, if that wasn't enough for you, how about a craft that you can do at home? Westminster Abbey's stained glass windows are known for their vibrant colours and intricate designs. Today, we'll create our own artistic rendition of stained glass windows celebrating the Abbey's beauty. For this craft, you'll need black construction paper or card, various colours of tissue paper or cellophane, scissors, glue and a picture of Westminster Abbey's stained glass windows for inspiration. For the first step, start by cutting the black construction paper into a window shape. You can make it square, rectangular or create a specific shape inspired by Westminster Abbey's windows. You might need to get a grown-up to help with this. Then, cut the tissue paper or cellophane into small pieces or shapes. These will be used to create the colourful stained glass effect. On to step 3, apply glue around the edges and across the middle of the black paper window, leaving spaces in between. Then, place the coloured tissue or cellophane pieces onto the glued areas, arranging them to form vibrant patterns and designs, just like the beautiful stained glass windows of Westminster Abbey. Allow the glue to dry completely, securing the colourful pieces in place. Once dry, display your artwork in a window to let the light shine through, creating a stunning stained glass effect. Now, your stained glass window might not look quite as fancy as the one in Westminster Abbey, but not all of the windows there are old. There's a relatively new one by an artist called David Hockney. It's called the Queen Elizabeth II Window, commissioned to celebrate the reign of Elizabeth II. It's super colourful and vibrant. See if you can spot it when you visit. Brilliant stuff, thank you very much. And just like that, we are done. Remember, there's loads of episodes of Activity Quest that you can go back and listen to at any time you fancy. If you want some more suggestions of stuff to do, just scroll back in your podcast app and pick an episode you like. I'm Bex, and this has been a podcast from the UK's children's radio station, Fun Kids. It was produced and edited by Adam Stoner.
Listen to me on your DAB digital radio, online, on the free Fun Kids mobile app and on your smart speaker. Just say, play Fun Kids every weekday from 4pm. See you soon.